2: All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. Uh, it's um, Thursday edition. Our last show of the week. Tomorrow, Inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross. We'll be back with you on Monday. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, has parked the bus. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Jim Ross will not be on
0: the show tomorrow. Uh, our police here Elizabeth Hickman will be hosting
2: as Jim is recovering. Ah, uh, knee surgery, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish wishing the best for him on that. Uh, dude number one, Mr. Jimmy York, how are you?
3: Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there.
2: All right, folks. Uh, let's see. Going through uh, current events in no particular order, uh, this new truck that uh, Tesla's making, Elon Musk is making, Found out something I didn't know. It's bulletproof.
3: Did not know that. You might want to get one, Dell. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Think of who, I mean, you know, crooks, law enforcement, uh, you know, uh, uh, couriers. (laughs) Who wants a... Anybody driving through San Francisco? uh have you seen
0: have you seen the truck? I mean yeah it, it looks like I, I can't tell it looks like something from the
2: future maybe I don't know Any,
3: any dri- anybody driving through Nashville? Nah that's still pretty safe
2: but huh. drive through San Francisco they got
3: they got shootings and murders in Nashville every day delk? Come on. Yeah, that's true, but Nashville your just does Your state is in just as much trouble as any other city.
2: How you're gaslighting, Mr. York. No, no it's not. No, that's not gaslighting. That's telling the truth. No, it's... All right, well, speaking of... Yeah, I'm going to get to this <laughs> truth business here in a minute. <laughs> that, that's, uh... Everybody here will... Anybody going to feel safer in Nashville than they do in San Francisco or Chicago or whatever? Okay. um, Here's another one that sort of caught my attention. And I've been ignoring this story because it just brings up, you know, I don't know whether it's productive or not. But um, at any rate, Russia is providing uh, asylum status and aid and a new home to 3,000 white South Africans uh, and that's because South, white South Africans are being killed, murdered um, and I don't know if you've seen the the videos but the uh, leader of, of the uh, majority party there who's black uh there are videos out there of I mean footballs like nailing stadium sized crowds uh, in, in uh, South Africa uh, being cheered on by this party leader, and they're chanting "Kill the whites, kill the boars.
3: Um, now, so what should they do? Should they should the Caucasians that's living there? Abandon their home and just go somewhere else because they colonialized the area. So, you know that's the majority of South Africa is black. So, what should they do, Del?
2: Well, uh, you know, should should the uh, should we leave and give it back to the Indians, Mister York?
3: Well, you know that. That's a question. Should the Indian, should the Indians, Native Americans, be allowed to have their land back? I, th- I think Joe Biden did something in that respect the other day when he declared some property in, in the Yellowstone Park uh, natural reserve. Uh,
2: Mr. York, when it comes to the Indians, you're just as much the invader as any as any of us. And um, so, yeah, let's just give it back to them. Look, the whole damn country, just give it back to them.
3: So, so what should the South Africans doing? the Caucasians there, if they're being asked to leave the country? What should they do? Uh,
2: they're not being asked to leave the country. They're being asked to die. Uh, they, they're leaving the country because they're being asked to die. Uh, and we have a number of them living here in Middle Tennessee who've gotten out and uh you know, I inter I no, I met a farmer and his wife from South Africa and the way they left South African life was they had to live in uh their house had to be fortified with sensors all around the perimeter and then a safe room that they could lock themselves in and then look at the video throughout the house to make sure nobody was in there. And then they would actually uh, they had cell doors on their bedrooms where they would lock themselves in at night. Uh, and finally they got out. Uh, the uh, They left. And the first thing they did when uh, Tutu was elected was to get all their liquid assets, stocks, bonds, cash. They transferred them to banks in, in Europe where the South Africans couldn't get to them. Uh, and then eventually they gave up their... The last thing they had was their real estate, which they just gave, walked away and left it.
3: Uh, yeah, in, in Zimbabwe, I know when Mugabe was president there, he uh, was threatening a lot of Caucasians that was there, and many of them left. Some of them were a little late in leaving, but he threatened them and ran them out the country. And, and you know, South Africa... That that's a tough situation on what you should do. You've been living there for twenty or thirty years, or maybe the second generation, and then the government asks you to to abandon your property and leave, it, Mister York. You situation. are cheering
2: this on like it's their just desserts.
4: And I'm that, not saying
2: yes, it's you just, are. I'm saying You're it's cheering this question. on like it's their just desserts. That's racist, cruel, vicious, and like that's I not said,
3: racist. I didn't say anything yeah, no, racist. Yeah, well, oh, I'm just saying it's a they, tough. They colonialized it. Well,
2: too bad. No. And when it comes to colonization, you are just as guilty as any white, Asian, Hispanic, or anybody else for taking away this country from the Indians. Mr. York. My people
3: were brought here. What? My people were brought here. Yeah, and then, as you say, you built this country. And then they they forced us to build the country?
2: Oh, they hadn't forced you to do anything since 1865. (laughs) You've been oh, building had to say away ever slave. since. Slavery
3: was a benefit. Hell, I guess hell we, you're the one that's
2: Miss York, huh? you're the one that strung phone lines through half the southeast, and northwest. That's colonization.
3: I'm just saying, Dell, it's a tough issue for us. That it's not a tough issue. Have a, have a discussion. It's genocide. That, that, that
2: and uh, and uh, there, colonial- you know, and and I'm reluctant to talk about it because I, I go, you know, hey uh you know this is south africa what's it got to do with the united states well you just demonstrated what it's got to do with the united states oh yeah they colonized it that's what they deserve now that that's
3: well did 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 the south did the the
2: black south by by extension you know whatever my ancestors may or may not have done to black people in the united states uh they think the people who are alive now get what they deserve that's what you're I'm not thinking, say, Ms. I'm Hill. Not that they is what, what they you're deserve. thinking. That's,
3: you're trying to put words in my mouth. No, I yeah, didn't say you're the one about you, they got. I said it was a tough decision to make I just, when people have colonized a, a place. And they've stayed there for That's two exactly. or three generations, and then the government asked them to leave. That's a tough decision. A tough decision to make.
2: Like, it'd be a tough decision to make uh, to, you know, do what they suggested. If someone
3: asked me to leave my home, it would be a tough decision.
2: Ms. York. You're you're saying it's possibly justified because their ancestors colonized the place, and I didn't say it was justified.
3: I didn't say anything about justification. Yes, you did. I just said it's tough. No, you said it's a tough decision that's going to have to be made. You know, does it it, either resist the government or leave the land that they're asking you to leave that you worked on and built up? It's it's just a tough decision, Dell. It's not an easy decision to make.
1: You know,
2: genocide is, yeah. I got I, I, uh, genocide and what to do about it. Yeah, that's a tough decision, Mister York. Yeah, real tough. Now, you know, it, it could. That's just like the Israeli Palestinian issue. Could it? Could it? Ha- could it happen here in the United States? You know, I mean, it's possible. Uh, well, we just it has happened. We had this woman yesterday. You know, a, a black teacher down in Texas who said she wanted to kill all the whites. Uh, And, um, you know, we had the squad member, Il Il Omar, a member of Congress uh, who comes out and says, you know, something to fix anything in America, something's got to be done about white men, clothes, unclothes. Now, that that, that's it's it's here. It's not here like it is in South Africa, but it's here.
3: Let let, let me share something with you. I read an article. Go ahead. About about a pastor. Uh, he's written written a book called Losing Our Religion uh, An Altar Call for Evangelicals of America and he says it was a result of multiple pastors talking to him about the same story whenever they preach about the Sermon on the Mount parenthetically in preaching they turn the other cheek to have someone come up after they preach the sermon and, and say where did you get those liberal points from In other words, what he's saying is that we have become less Christian. A lot of evangelicals have grabbed on to being radicalized and tribalized. Uh, Another one he says that when he quotes Jesus Christ uh, and he says uh, the response, I I will not apologize. And then they they talk about uh, this is weak. Turn the other cheek is weak. So He's saying the evangelicals, by by and large, have taken on more radicalization than what we actually think.
2: Oh, this is this same old liberal saw about Christian evangelicals, you know. And, and, and you know, I'm tired of it. Uh, well, Chris, it's by Christian a guy
3: even, that writes, editor in chief of the Christianity Today, you tell, know, Christian Russell is, Moore. Russell Moore is a, is the leading Christian writer,
2: uh, you know and christian evangelicals are wonderful folks, and I'm tired of liberals bashing on them and um uh, uh, I
3: didn't say all, but I'm saying some of them have those radicalized ideas,
2: yeah, and some of these uh black people like Ilio Omar have radicalized ideas, so yeah, right um the uh this is just that's just evangelical bashing from the left, that's all it is, and uh you know. Whatever. Uh, but
3: back to your point in South Africa, you know, you you, you accuse me of, of being racist and all that stuff. A, a black person can't be racist because it has to, oh, uh, has to, has oh, to be a, oh, a supremacist. Oh, oh, you have to preach supremacy in order to be a racist. Now, I might be prejudiced. I might be prejudiced. But I'm not preaching supremacy. Supremacy means that a person is racist. We're going well if we're going to talk about well, that, just a minute. But no, you know, black people well, through black the, people can't be racist. They don't preach supremacy. They have now. control
2: of this country right now, Mister York.
3: Who's got? Oh, that's who, 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 what control?
2: Democratic what Party control, controls you know, the, is controlled the by Democratic the black party
3: vote. Has many <laughs> Caucasians in it, my friend.
2: Ms. York, you got control of government right now.
3: You, you, you know what the problem is? When when the right sees equity, they cry oppression. When the right sees equity, they cry they cry oppression. And and there's no reason to be fearful.
2: You're exposing yourself all. this morning, Miss York. Say again? You're exposing yourself.
3: Exposing what?
2: hard left uh, I'm not That's gonna, not
3: hard left, that's a centrist. I'm belief. not going to say
2: racist, but it's... It, it, yeah,
3: don't it's, say racist, because I can't be a racist. I'm not preaching any of yes black you can. supremacy. I'm not preaching... And I'm, pla- I'm, I'm preaching black equality, not black supremacy.
2: Listen to some of the things the vice that, president... That, that's different. The black vice president of the United States says she's a racist, and she's the vice president of this country. Just listen to what she says. Let's take a break. Come back.
4: Buicks of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America, and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick La Crosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or Parks Motor Sales.
2: Welcome back, Three Dudes with the View. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you?
3: Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there.
2: All right, folks. In other news this morning, uh, this just in, uh, Trump indicted for the murder of J.R. Ewing in 1980.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, but he's indicted for a lot of things other than J.R. Ewing. I'm going to get to that.
2: (laughs) And uh, this is curious to me, this fellow, this whistleblower who, test I can't, let's see what his name is. Uh, he,
3: Archner? Well, he, the UFO whistleblower. Oh, I don't know him. I don't watch that crazy stuff. David Gruch, David Gruch you
2: know, uh, testified, I think, you know, they're, they have encountered spacecraft. and. They, oh, the government's all but said it for real. But... But listen, they, you know, they keep talking about. I mean, even uh, Tim Burchett, our buddy over to the East, Congressman Burchett, keeps talking about. <laughs> yeah, he, he's in space. <laughs> well, they keep talking about. You know, they they don't want to give it up. I mean, it just and they go to uh, extraordinary. Uh, I mean, it, up to including illegal efforts not to give up whatever they found, and it just makes you. I mean, and this guy. In retaliation for him blowing the whistle they uh, obtained and released his medical records which you know he had been in the army i think had ptsd and that kind of thing uh depression uh and but they released his medical records in retaliation for him uh testifying for congress you know what what is going on here you know i mean what what? Why? There's
3: been UFOs ever since ever since the they saw Sputnik in the air, uh, yeah, by Russia.
2: Why aren't our military and intelligence agencies willing to tell us about it? I mean, what is the secret? You know, My what are they going to do? They
3: going to land on Earth and look at all this confusion down here? You think well, they want to visit?
2: Who knows? Anyway, Coach Mike Lyle, though, has got a message about the Gypsy Kings coming to Nashville November 4th.
1: Yeah, we're going to shift gears a little bit and get some good news going on here for a little bit. But uh, <laughs> Yeah,
3: my, do, please do. <laughs>
1: As Del mentioned, the Gypsy Kings are coming to Nashville. They're going to be performing at T-Pac Andrew Jackson Hall for you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night on Saturday, November 4th. Mark your calendar there, Saturday, November 4th. Gypsy Kings have sold over 20 million records worldwide and received a Grammy in 2013 in the Best World Music category. He's a, Tonino Bayardo has also collaborated on such film works as The Big Lebowski and Toy Story 3, where he wrote, uh, where he remixed a couple of uh, big hits from uh, from the rock and Rolls past. This is a very, very talented. Ensemble and you don't want to miss them Tickets and details are available at TaninaBallardo.com Allowed and Live Production uh, We're also reminding everybody that about We have about 30 tickets that we'll be Giving away here on the station uh, Really both of our stations uh, A little bit closer to the show So pay attention uh, Stay tuned to us, listen for those details but Mark your calendar, Saturday November 4th, the Gypsy Kings Coming to TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall In Nashville all right, Gypsy Kings, November fourth. All right, the
2: um, folks and uh, you know, and let's go back. These kind of things just come in every day, and they are credible. And uh, the old saw—this is about election fraud. The people are turning over the rocks and finding out the things that went on in the 2020 election. And it continues, and the old saw about lost all the court cases is just inapplicable. I mean these things are clear evidence of massive voter fraud now are they but setting aside elections or getting recounts or that kind of thing is much more complicated first of all you know our registration and voter system is state driven so in a in a particular state and right now the the michigan a uh, g is act is actually uh Turning to prosecute people who are looking at voter fraud, uh, criminally prosecute them for just take, you know, taking a look. And uh, so the, the federal government has no role there. I mean, unless a particular state or in Arizona, unless the Maricopa County uh, Election Board wants things looked into, uh, things are not going to be looked into. And down in. Georgia, is widely criticized for just saying, "Oh, it was a straight-up election," and moving on. Uh, so, if it doesn't happen on that level, there's really, I mean, there's no court that can do anything about that. That's a, a political decision
3: made by, uh, made quite locally. And uh, didn't they have an independent group recount all the votes in Arizona and found out that Biden was? even had even more votes, I think something like 385 more votes than was counted. Well, they They spent months and weeks, months and weeks, counting, recounting, recounting, and found out that Biden had more votes than was
2: counted. Well, you know, and again, though, Ms. York, central to the allegations out there is that the Maricopa County Election Board, the poll workers themselves, Actually Jimmy the machines oh, out there
3: man, won't y'all get off that? The election is over with. Talk about something. Uh, no, I uh,
2: no, I'm not. I mean they, they I made mean, it, I mean you, you know it, it just y'all
3: stuck in a rut. It just so run.
2: happened that the uh machines quit working in, in uh Republican districts. And that happened in the Ohio elections what were well, yesterday or the day before. So uh uh, just mysteriously, the machines in the Republican districts, uh, you know, just all of a sudden quit working or slow down. And so people give in up. Elections. They don't vote,
3: they go home. You in know. an election, you always, you know, there's a possibility a machine may do things. We have machines when we had to touch. Oh them, yeah,
2: the, if the pilgrim didn't, didn't just operate shot a cat, the you know.
3: operator had to restart them and stuff like but that. But again, oh, you know, little things happen. But that doesn't but change th- the there,
2: total vote. Again, though, there's nothing you can do about that. I mean, if the local election board uh, doesn't want to make the machines run in Republican districts, they can do it. And if you want to start trying to figure out how many votes, you know, that were lost to Republicans because people were in line and just left, giving up, you can't calculate that.
3: What, so, what happened, Del? And you all don't want to admit it is people didn't—they voted the down ballot in a lot of instances, and they didn't vote. Miss York, your man my, my for president, and he lost. L O S T. Lost.
2: Well. I agree that, you know, and the, the the only place the federal government plays a role uh, is uh, when the Congress meets on January 6th and they vote as to which electors to accept or not. That's the constitutional remedy on the federal level for such shenanigans. In this case, Congress clearly voted uh, by a, a supermajority, I think. Uh, to seat the Biden electors, and so end the story. You know
3: that, that's yeah, that, that's the end of the story. I mean, you know, you got well, that's the end of the story in terms in of. Every, that's in, the end in of, every state, credible people of every state run elections, and and we put the trust in people of be well, honorable with integrity. You know, if, and if, if they if, give you a sheet that says John Brown won, then John Brown won.
2: No, Congress doesn't have to accept that sheet.
3: Well, that's what you're talking like Trump now. That's what he wanted Pence to do. We don't accept those numbers. Well, well, you don't well, have a right not a, to accept it, those yes, numbers. Yes, Mr. York, it's in the Constitution. Yes, in the Constitution, but the vice president has no power to change the total.
2: Oh, well, there's a dispute as to whether the vice president has that power or whether it has to be by vote of Congress or some combination thereof. Procedurally, it's not clear as to how that occurs. But one thing's for sure: it doesn't matter what Pence did or did not do; it could have been overridden if necessary by a vote of Congress. He he has to do whatever Congress tells him to do. And uh, in this case, though, they that is the constitutional remedy for uh, for uh, uh, you know, like I said, states control the elections. And the federal government's got very little to do with it.
3: I wish people stopped looking in the rearview mirror and look forward to try to make this country even better than what it is. Is that what Jack Smith's doing, Mr. York? Yes. Yeah, right. He's trying to make it better than
2: what it used to be. Mr. York, your pants are on fire this morning. All right, so the... the, You know that, but they, Congress is required to meet after the election and to to decide and to uh, hear any challenges to electors. And uh, if they agree, they can exclude those electors. If they disagree, they can vote to seat them. In in, in twenty twenty, they voted to seat them all, and that's the way Constitution works. Now, uh, let's go back to what happened in Michigan.
3: Uh, and it's just. When we talk about Ohio? No, we're the, going to talk the, about Michigan. The ladies that voted to to maintain the present legislative power of the majority vote wins in Ohio. I don't care. I all know right. you don't care, but abortion is going to be a big issue for twenty twenty four.
2: I've said long and loud it is, and if Republicans want to pick that hill to die on. That they can go ahead and die on it,
3: unless so you're picking it. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh,
2: Here's a story though that you haven't heard. Uh in Michigan uh right before the 2020 election uh, a clerk noticed uh a lady who came in with 12 uh, finally eight first 10,000 and then another 2,000, 12,000 uh voter registrations. Uh she noticed uh that many of the the clerk noticed that many of the registration forms displayed identical handwriting with fraudulent addresses and falsified phone numbers. I think one of them listed, or several of them listed their address as a high school in the area. Uh, and they, uh, identical handwriting on these handwritten registrations and this is 12,000 of them, folks. That's the, what was the Clayton, what was the margin of difference in Michigan. That's that's enough to have given Trump Michigan, I think. I think so. Yeah. That's enough to have given Trump Michigan. At any rate, additionally, many of the signatures did not match those on file with Michigan's Secretary of State. A subsequent raid by Michigan authorities discovered uh, at this loca- at the location where the woman was operating uh, prepaid gift cards, firearms equipped with silencers and disposable burner phones Uh, during this and these offices were the offices of something called uh, GBI strategies during the 2020 election season Democratic election committees collectively channeled more than 4 million directly to GBI strategies President Biden's campaign 450,000 Democratic senatorial campaign 2 million 100,000, DNC Services, CORE, a million, Democratic Party of Iowa, 493,000. Uh, Gary Bell, owner of GBI Strategies, is reportedly now working for CompMo Comp Group, a Democrat get out the vote organization uh, founded by Sean Keller, the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee Director during the 2022 cycle. Uh,
3: where were they supposed to be? Where was GBI strategies based at Delk?
2: They had offices and temporary offices in several states. It's, it looks like to me they they set up offices for elections, and then shut them down. This Gary
3: in Tennessee, in Tennessee. Yeah, Supposedly, I think you're right. I think you're right. One, the base was in Tennessee, GBI, and it was referred to the FBI. And I don't know if the FBI is holding it or what.
2: Nobody's ever heard a word about this, Mr. York. Never will. That's the problem. <laughs> well, All we right, just right. heard a word about it. Uh, FEC records show that dark money, uh, uh, over $11 million, went into uh, GBI and Black Pack, and affiliated organization. Uh, and... So there we go. There's, well, there's 12,000. It's,
3: it's still in the FBI's hands
2: of, of the state. York, you know, Michigan nothing's ever going to happen. All that stuff, and in huh? Michigan, nothing's ever going to happen because that AG up there well, is. Well, we don't know what's going to happen. This, well, we know, do know that the AG is prosecuting people who are looking into election fraud in uh, Michigan. Yeah, that's what we know. Well, that's why that this I, went nowhere in Michigan and won't go anywhere. Let's well, take a break and come back. We don't
3: know that. We don't know that. Yes, we do know it. No
4: this is
0: Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM, Columbia.
3: Gypsy Kings featuring Torino Baliardo return to Nashville. Baller! With a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through toninobaliardo.com. Allowed in live production
4: Stay comfortable and relax this July. Hiller is keeping you chillin' all summer with free outdoor gear. When you upgrade your home's essential systems, we're giving away free Yeti camping chairs, coolers, backpacks, and more with the purchase of select new HVAC systems, whole home generators, and tankless water heaters. Stay chillin' all summer long. Book your appointment at HappyHiller.com today. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the Happy Face
3: Truck today. You, boys. You've got to draw a hard line. When the gun smoke settles, we'll sing a victory tune, and we'll all
2: meet back at the local saloon. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces, singing, Whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. All right, folks, welcome back. Three Dudes with you. view. I am dude number three, Delph Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, how you doing? Doing well, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mister Jim York, how are you?
3: Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody.
2: All right, folks, we are in a dystopian world now, where a sitting president has, by his orders to his aides, indicted a uh, his opponent in the upcoming election, uh, Donald Trump, and he's been indicted. Now here we go. He's been indicted for not telling the truth about the 2020 election To wit he claims it was rigged, stolen when in fact he should have known he was it was not. That is what the indictment alleges. He is being this is the dystopian world where uh, a political opposition is being indicted indicted for on a criminal trial for not telling the truth. As the dictatorship party sees it, that is what it is. Well, he doesn't
3: tell is. the truth. Yes, here we go. Mister York agrees. Now, when a person that's indicted stands up and says that the prosecutor and, and was so going you with are, a gang member and disparaging that lady like that, that's ridiculous. He Mr. is York, lying. Mr. He York, has no proof. Okay, let's, he just let's runs see, his
2: mouth. Let's see what else we might be indicted for not telling the truth about. Let's say climate change. I have often heard Democrats say that what they call climate change deniers should be prosecuted.
3: You no, know, the I, but John, I,
2: the I, dictatorship party gets to decide the truth, and anybody who dares question them goes to
3: jail. What about, Nobody's saying that about you, what, climate deniers. You, you, Y'all just deny you, you, they, it, that's they, all. They've, they don't tell the truth, according to you. And well, according to scientists, there is climate change, and it's impacting the globe. Oh, but right. But there's folks like you don't believe that. See, you say, oh, it's just a normal well, occurrence.
2: As oh. climate change, you know, you, you can get, uh, I mean, you know, uh, reputable scientists from Harvard, Duke, Princeton, wherever, who are saying... No, it, it, we're not having man made climate change. And so it, right? it's a debate. It's not the truth. And, well, and it, just it's, as the debate. Just as I just demonstrated about the uh, 2020 election, it's a debate. It's not the truth because 12,000 votes were stolen in Michigan. It's obvious.
3: You, you, know, now, what makes, go on, you know what? Let's go makes on to what else over? we might. Let's go on you to what else makes we. The debate over Joe Biden is the president of the United States. Of all of us, whether you like it or not, it happened in 2020.
2: Well, I've already said that, Mr. York. All right, guns. You know, watch the Looney Tunes who come out at the protest at this special session of the legislature saying that guns should be banned or restricted or whatnot. You know, and if if you don't think that this bunch, if they got power, wouldn't prosecute us for telling the truth about not telling the truth about guns, they would in a
3: heartbeat. Yeah, I'm interested in that special session. It's it's amazing how they can talk about everything else that they want to do in this special session, but not one legislator wants to talk about any kind of and, and, remedial solution when it comes to guns. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, how, if, you know, like I if told If we don't us, tell we the, the truth about the guns, throw us in
2: jail. No, you know, that's nobody and, saying And by that, the way, back in the election... There are
3: reasonable things accord- we can do to control the, the accord- crime and the guns. According to polls, 63%
2: of Americans think the election was stolen, and uh, so they're not telling the truth either. Then, But that's uh,
3: from the 35% of the Republicans. No, it, that was all.
2: Uh, and That 35% that lives rent-free in your brain, I still can't figure out what it is. All right, the, be- the border, the border. The administration says the border is secure. Yet most of us think the border is wide open. Are they going to come after us next for not telling the truth about the border? They will if they can. They will. Why don't you go can.
3: down to the border and see if it's wide open, Dell?
2: I've, I've talked to plenty of people who I, uh, I believe who say it's wide open. Now, uh, who've been there? COVID. Now they did. They did openly call for. <coughs> prosecuting those of us who wouldn't tell the truth about covid according to their truth and anthony found she should still still go to jail uh you know what about uh uh this transgender business of uh you know uh, permanent sex change procedures on minors even without the parents permission uh can we be prosecuted for calling that out and saying that's wrong because
3: we're not telling the truth about these minors and not telling the truth because there's no child under the age of 16 that surgeons will even do any type of
2: uh, i don't think okay that's not the discussions i've heard miss york
3: i know you hear you live in a bubble
0: Uh, (laughs) I tell tell you what wasn't truthful, and I saw a a clip of uh, of, of Rachel Maddow the other day saying it over and over again on her show. If you get the COVID vaccine, you will not get COVID. Remember that when the shot first came out? If you get the vaccine, you will not get COVID. I remember it. That's a huge lot.
3: Science wild. changes. Uh, uh, science science research changes. And so does Way weather. And so does weather, okay. sir. Let, but let if me, you didn't tell the truth about experience. it from the beginning, I, go to jail. I went to my doctor the other day, and I said, look, I've taken five COVID shots. Do I need a six booster? He says, I don't think you need a six booster because there's a different strain of COVID coming out. He said, I don't think you'll get really, really sick, so I'm not advising you to take it. So that science changes. Yeah. I know my sister in law's had COVID twice and she took vaccines. So science changes, strange changes. Right, you know, well. things change. They're not the same every those, time. Those those
2: who didn't tell the it. truth about it should go to jail. You know, that that's where we are in this country. We that's when you have a dictatorship when people are being prosecuted for not telling the truth.
0: Well, you got young people too having all these cardiac events across the country. It It's just, it, it's wild. It is
3: wild. Yeah. I mean, and in, in a lot of them have had physical exams, Clayton, and they're still having cardiac issues. So, you know, science is, is not exact, but science helps us to live a better life in a lot of instances.
2: Okay. Let's go down to why the Southern Poverty Law Center calls. Uh, moms for liberty a hate group and list them as a dangerous hate group on their list okay uh... and the way they do it i'm on their website now the way the way Southern the poverty law center demonstrates that moms for liberty is a hate group they um uh, go down through a series of statements issued by various members of moms for liberty uh... and i'm, I'm going to sort of paraphrase them here uh... one of the things that uh... Moms for Liberty does which makes them a hate group and, that, and they've just got a list of things that make them a hate group but uh, item number one is that uh, they, uh, they met with the NEA the National Education Association and Moms for Liberty uh, asked that uh, mothers uh, in school curriculums be, find, be, be called mother rather than a birthing person Okay, that makes Moms for Liberty a hate group. Uh, uh, Reason number two. uh, The uh, other thing, the next thing is gender dysphoria. And Moms for Liberty uh, says that does a double mastectomy on preteen sound like progress? And for saying that, they're a hate group. And this, that's, you you, you said 16, 16, I don't know what you said, Mr. York, but.
3: Yeah, 16 yeah. years. No surgeon in this country is doing any surgery on kids uh, uh, below the age then, of 16. Then why did Southern
2: Poverty call Moms for Liberty a hate group? Because. They, because,
3: they because they are, they are a minority of folks because, with big, loud mouths trying to determine well, let's, let's go, what our kids learn let's go in through libraries. The, let's and let's schools, go through the rest of the reasons. Let's
2: go through the rest of the reasons. I guess you agree with southern poverty now. Uh, so, but what what the Moms for Liberty objected to here is double mastectomies on preteens. Now that would be people who are. Not 13 yet, Mr. York.
3: Yeah, but that's what they claim. I bet you they can't find one person that had that well, done.
2: Well, if, if the Southern Poverty didn't want that to be done, why would they say that's a hate group talk from Moms for Liberty?
3: Because that's all. He, they're giving you a list of things that they believe that Southern Moms for Liberty tried to provoke. Per, uh, Present. They to are calling out moms for liberty. As if they know what they're doing.
2: They are calling out moms for liberty for objecting to mastectomies on preteen children. That's you know. So that's the. It is what it is. Uh, let's see. Next, uh, the children. This is what a statement of moms for liberty. The children are confused because of these insane agendas that are being shoved down their throats, even the shooter, an 18-year-old transgender boy trying to be a girl. Okay, so that's uh
3: that that's hate speech. All right, let's see. Now, people All love right. their kids whatever whoever they are, whatever they are. People love their kids and and you have no right to have a group that's going to dictate who they should love and who they All should. All right,
2: Mr. York, you and Southern Poverty are a hate group. I mean, let's see. Okay, we got five hundred dollars for the person. They offered a reward for anyone catching a public school teacher breaking the law. You know, that's uh, again that makes them a hate group. Uh, again, you know, offering a reward. I, I for, don't
3: know where, where you uh, reading that. Where are
2: you getting uh, that job. from? Southern Poverty's website, Mr. York. I don't think
3: and, that's on the uh,
2: website. I, I'll send you the link. Uh, link. is this an example of Manchusian syndrome by proxy this is uh, a mother discussing her 4 year old exploring his gender so in other words uh, Southern Poverty says that Moms for Liberty is a hate group because they don't want to have uh, they think 4 years old is a little young to be discussing uh, gender preface, gender uh, dysphoria or what not with a, a child um yeah okay that makes my hate group uh a sing- the, the mom moms for liberty would like to use the pronouns he she uh and say that they them uh is not a, you know that that's just not right oh that makes my hate group you know if you use if you uh, if you're against using these they them pronouns uh Instead of he, he, she, then you're, uh, then you are a hate group. Okay, uh, let's see. I raise here. Here's the next criticism: of Southern poverty and bombs for liberty. I raise my children. The government does not. We do not co-parent with the government. And again, that's what reason number seven or eight that Southern poverty is calling bombs for liberty a hate group. Uh, let,
3: let me explain what what Southern now, Poverty Law. Well, let me get down power this power.
2: list. Uh, go, go down your list. Uh, let's go down the list. Next reason why Southern Poverty says Moms for Liberty is a hate group. Uh, the uh, we we moved our due to threats from the left. We Moms for Liberty uh, changed our meetings to a more secure location. Okay, that makes them a hate group. All right. Hey, tune in
0: to Front Porch Sports Radio Hour this afternoon, 4 o'clock. Also tonight, Whitthorn Middle School Football hosting E.O. Kaufman.
2: Do we have a special announcement this afternoon at 4? Quite possibly, yes, sir. Tune What's in. in big, and listen. folks. If you like sports, tune in this afternoon at 4. It's going to be big, I promise.